So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. A man is dead after a shooting in Cumberland County. Coming up, I'll tell you what else we've learned from this homicide investigation. Also breaking news, we're following at 6. UNC police are looking for a man who they say assaulted a female student on campus. This is a live look on UNC Chapel Hill right now. We'll tell you about the chase they say happened after the attack. And yesterday's clouds are zipping right on out of here. Our temperatures are feeling pleasant this morning. I'll show you the big warm-up we have in our forecast this week. And PNC Arena will be rocking tonight. The Carolina Hurricanes will get started on their quest for the Stanley Cup with game one of their opening round series against the Islanders. It is the kickoff to the playoffs. Fifth year in a row, the Canes are in playoff contention. Let's see how far they go. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your Monday. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Thanks for making us part of your work week getting underway here and the playoffs starting. We're going to get them over the hump here. So it'll be a busy week, an exciting week, certainly. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRN Severe Weather Center now with a look over in Zebulon. You don't have the same moon that we have behind us here. You guys, that does not even look real. That is actually a live picture. It's so pretty. Uh, we've got a gorgeous morning in our forecast. We take a live look at Zebulon. This is pretty, too. They're, of course, historic town hall here 62 degrees we have a northwest wind starting to pick up a little bit we are expecting breezy conditions this afternoon but already at 10 miles per hour out of the northwest gonna make things feel a little bit chilly this morning our cloud cover forecast these numbers show the percentage of the sky that's covered by clouds today so 50 percent this morning but very rapidly it drops off and we'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon some 50s in spots 54 in Roxborough, 59 south hill 57 in southern pines elsewhere we're looking at low to mid 60s our Temperatures are just a couple of degrees warmer than they were this time yesterday. Not a big change. We're in the mid-60s at lunchtime and low 70s this afternoon. So really just a very pleasant day with low humidity, but it'll be a touch breezy. We have highs in the 80s in our forecast and some rain possibly for next weekend. I'll show you coming up. Michelle? Thank you, Elizabeth. Michelle McConaughey and for Brian Schrader this morning, we're going to start you up uh, in our northern counties. This is I-85 at Falls Lake. Uh, you can see uh, lots of headlights on the road. Not seeing any delays at 6 o'clock this morning, though. If you look at our traffic maps, all is green, all is clear. All of our major routes through Raleigh, Clayton, and Wendell looking good. And all of our uh, major routes in Durham, 85 and 40, uh, those also looking good so far this morning. The breaking news we are following as police are looking for answers after a deadly shooting. The first call came in before 11 last night on King Charles Road in Fayetteville. Michael Grace is at the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office right now in the WRL breaking news tracker. Michael. 
Yeah, Jeff, we know that one man was shot, taken to Cape Fear Valley Medical Center, where he unfortunately later died, and we're still working to find out his name. But this is a Cumberland County Sheriff's Office homicide investigation, and they say they do plan to release more details as they become available. The one thing we're still working on, the big question, is if they have anybody in custody and also working to learn if anyone else was involved in the shooting as well. Live in Cumberland County, Michael Grace, WRAL News. Now to breaking news in Chapel Hill. Police are searching for a man they say assaulted, then chased a female student through the campus of UNC. The search began last night. WRAL's Nye Harden is live at UNC Chapel Hill's campus this morning and picks up the story from here. Nia. Yeah, this happened on Raleigh Road, and I'm going to step out of the way so you can see the area I'm talking about. It is a very open over here. Like you said, they are looking for the man responsible. They say that this man assaulted a woman who is also a college student. Now, at 9.30 last night, that's when police had put out a tweet alerting students about the incident that happened around 6 o'clock last night. They say after the woman was assaulted, the man chased her toward the student union. That's a little less than a half a mile away from where we are right now. They say that the man they're looking for was last seen walking from the union toward Hooker Fields. He was wearing a yellow puffer jacket and was in his 20s or 30s, and he also has a beard. There's been a growing concern when it comes to crime here on campus. Last month, WRAL reported a spike in reported rapes here at UNC. If you have any information about this case, contact police. Nia Harden, WRAL News in Chapel Hill. A man accused of firing shots near an apartment building in Raleigh is being evaluated at the hospital. Video you will see only on WRL appears to show the moments officers confronted him. Now, this quality of the cell phone video isn't great, but it does certainly give you an idea of just how tense this situation was. That gunfire started after 6.30 last night at the Gramercy Apartments on West North Street. Police say the gunman lived there. Viewer video showed him falling from a balcony right into the pool area before being arrested. No one was hurt in the gunfire. Police have not said what led up to this or if any charges are pending. This evening, we'll hear from the mayor of Durham as she delivers her annual State of the City address. Elaine O'Neill will deliver the speech at City Hall at 7 p.m. It will also be streamed on the city's social media pages. O'Neill is expected to address her goals for the year ahead and reflect on the successes and challenges facing the city. Those will likely include a rise in gun violence among youth. At least 18 children have been shot so far this year. The man accused of killing his wife in Morrisville will make his first court appearance today. 40-year-old Michael Matthews is charged with murder. He's being held in the Wake County Detention Center without bond. Police say he shot 33-year-old Karma Karnabaruna twice. She was found at the home on Seagrave Place Friday night. Investigators have not shared a motive in the killing. Expect traffic congestion starting today if your commute takes you along Glenwood Avenue near Wade Avenue in Raleigh, where you're looking live right now. So starting at 9 this morning, crews will begin closing lanes on Glenwood at the Wade Avenue exit, stretching to the Five Points intersection. They'll be out there until 4 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday, to update a sewer line. People don't tend to think about sewer performance, but it's, it's a big deal for us. And um, we, we certainly understand the disruption in traffic 
um, over the next you know, three or four weeks. But um, you know, as always, we ask for folks' patience. You know, generally speaking, this doesn't happen, but once every you know, 50 years or more. Parking will also be affected along Glenwood Avenue as work gets underway. And happening now in the WRA Live Center, Biloxi, Mississippi, police looking for the person or persons responsible for this shooting that happened in a beach community there in Biloxi. Uh, this is new video into our newsroom overnight from that scene. The shooting injured at least five people, including a Biloxi police officer. No word yet on what led up to that shooting, but you can see it, it, it generated a huge police presence. The Biloxi police chief says that all of the victims, including the police officer who was injured in this shooting are expected to recover. The man accused of stabbing a Lyft driver in the face in Raleigh will face a judge this morning. 50-year-old Tucson Parks faces a charge of assault with a deadly weapon. This all started Saturday night on Sarver Court. Police say the driver was picking someone up when a fight broke out. The driver was stabbed while trying to intervene. That person was taken to the hospital. The Stanley Cup playoffs are here and we have less than 13 hours until the Carolina Hurricanes face the New York Islanders for game one. The Canes first game will be on home ice and take a look at this. Playoff banners are up around Raleigh, including at the entrance and sides of PNC Arena and in the North Hills area. It's the fifth straight playoff run for the Canes and the pressure is on. The pressure level in the locker room hasn't changed at all. It's maybe more... Uh, you know, you guys, media, fans, all that, they maybe recognize us a little bit more. There's always pressure. I mean, we're all trying to win the, win the same thing, and it takes two months of hockey, so two months, two months more. The puck drops tonight at 7 at PNC Arena. We'll have coverage all day on WRL, and Chris Lee will be anchoring live from PNC tonight at 6. Eight minutes after six on your Monday, Congress is returning to session today. And while some lawmakers who have been absent are coming back, one high-profile Democrat is still out. There are growing calls now for Dianne Feinstein to step down. And the Supreme Court could make a key decision this week on women's access to abortion medication. What justices are considering about the pill mifepristone. And a beautiful work week ahead. We're going to see climbing temperatures into the 80s by the end of the week. But we also have some rain in the forecast again for the weekend. I'll give you an early look at the timeline coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. It is 6:11 on this beautiful morning. We do have a little bit of cloud cover that's still out there, but it's really making for a pretty sunrise. We're going to be watching the whirling gigs in Wilson today. Winds are going to become breezy this afternoon out of the southwest at about 20 to 25 miles per hour. Uh, in Durham and in Fayetteville right now, temperature, uh, temperatures are in the low 60s, and we're seeing a nice mix of sun and clouds for a pretty sunrise over the next 30 minutes or so. We're looking at our clearing skies from the, the cloud cover that we saw yesterday. It feels nice out there. Temperatures in the upper 50s and low 60s. Nice temperatures for exercising. By lunchtime, we're in the mid-60s. We'll see highs in the low 70s, and our evening temperatures are back into the upper 60s. We do have some much warmer temperatures later in the week. I'll show you when we'll hit the 80s. Coming up, Michelle.
All right. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Taking you out on the roadways this morning, uh, all of our major routes through Raleigh, Garner and Clayton looking good. Not seeing any delays. I feel like a broken record because I keep saying this, but we are not seeing any delays so far uh, this morning. I'll take you up to Durham and show you all of the major routes through Hillsborough, Durham and Chapel Hill. Uh, 540, 40, 85, all looking good so far this morning. Congress returns to session today at the U.S. Capitol, where we have a live look for you right now. California Senator Dianne Feinstein will not be back on the job, however, and calls for her to resign are growing. Feinstein has missed more than six weeks of votes after being hospitalized for shingles. Because she's on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Democrats cannot nominate or vote on new federal judges while she is out. She has asked to be temporarily replaced on the committee while she recovers. That requires Republicans to sign off on it, which they are unlikely to do. And it's leading to new pressure from some members of her own party for her to resign while others are giving their support. I have a lot of respect for Senator Feinstein, but she's missed 75 percent of votes this year. She hasn't been showing up and she has no uh, intention. The senator should be able to make their own judgments about when they're retiring and when they're not. And they all deserve a chance to get better and come back to work. Feinstein is the oldest member of Congress at age 89. She has already said she will not seek re-election in 2024. Minority leader Mitch McConnell will return to the Senate today. He's been out since suffering a concussion and broken rib in a fall at a dinner event in early March. Earlier this year, he became the longest serving party leader in Senate history. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman will also return today. The Democrat left the Senate in February to be treated for clinical depression at Walter Reed Medical Center. He was discharged from the hospital March 31st. A decision that could affect women's access to abortion medication across the country could come this week. The U.S. Supreme Court is looking at whether to intervene in a case focused on mifepristone. That's the most common drug used in medication abortions. The drug is available for now, but with restrictions on how people can get it. The Supreme Court is now extending a hold on a ruling from a Texas judge. That judge tried to overturn the FDA's FDA's decades-old approval of mifepristone. And that has lawmakers drawing battle lines on the issue. Kind of assertion that the principal basis of the uh, court case in Texas was about the safety. And I think specifically it said that it was supposed to, the accelerated pathway was supposed to approve a drug to treat an illness. It is a stretch to call a pregnancy an illness. If any Republican thinks that voters have uh, simmered down on right. the abortion issue, they are wrong. It's gonna, uh, that, that is going to continue uh, well into the next presidential race. The Supreme Court is expected to make a decision by Wednesday. Neighbors tell us everyone is okay after a fire on Forest Point Road in Raleigh. This video posted to Facebook shows the flames through the roof of that home last night. We're pushing for answers on what caused the fire. Investigators have not shared that information yet. Tonight, addressing the fast-growing population in Johnson County will be the focus of its Board of Commissioners. That includes finding ways to address an increased need for water across the county as more people move in. The board will look at some options and what they cost. Members will also vote on whether to sign a resolution in support of a state bill to allow the board to redraw their residency districts. The goal is to make sure voters are spread out evenly when it comes to representation on the Board of Commissioners. Tonight's meeting starts at 6. The Panther Branch Natural Area will open this Saturday. It's also Earth Day, by the way. The Eno River Association helped transform 56 acres of family-owned forest for this park. 
It's located in the Eflin area in Orange County. There is more than there are more than two miles of trails and room for fishing. The park opens at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Looks just beautiful out there. This is a live look right here. Rocky Mount Mills right now. We're approaching sunrise here and a lot of nice weather on the way this week. Elizabeth Gardner with another view this morning. Good morning. Isn't this beautiful? We do still have a little bit of lingering cloud cover from yesterday. It's on its way out, but there's just enough there to make some beautiful colors there in the sky as that sun is coming up. So pretty shot here in Sanford this morning. We're already watching our next front. Of course, we always are. And it, once again, approaches over the weekend. This will be the seventh weekend in a row that we've had some rain in the Triangle area, or at least the forecast of it. So storms are likely we're going to be watching for a severe weather threat as we get to down, you know, down the road a little bit farther. We'll be able to know just uh, how strong those storms may be. So keep checking back. Um, at this point, we're watching for trends right now. The trend is that we're going to see a front coming through over the weekend. Yesterday, it looked like it might be an all-day Saturday event. Now the front's starting to slow down a little bit. We'll see a lot of changes as we have so many model runs that we'll have access to between now and the weekend. So keep checking back. Um, just what we're talking about now is just a, just a heads up, we're going to be watching something for the weekend. Our front that moved through yesterday is shifting off the coast. We do have this low pressure system that's going to be feeding some cool air in. It's going to be a little breezy this afternoon. Temperatures, though, will end up very close to normal. And the system that we'll see over the weekend is just moving onshore there in California and the Pacific Northwest. Here's a look at Futurecast. Friday at 5 a.m., we're all looking good. We may see some increasing clouds late on Friday, but Friday looks nice. Temperatures should be in the 80s. And then we'll continue to watch this band of rain along with the front. This is Saturday at 2 p.m. So right now it looks like it would be late in the day and overnight Saturday, but out of here by Sunday morning. But again, we'll have a lot of runs of the computer models. Um, this is a look at the European run. The American run keeps that rain in our forecast for a little bit longer on Sunday. So again, just keep we'll, we'll keep watching it. We have had plenty of rain in the last 30 days. The blue area is where we've seen 200% of normal in the last 30 days. As a matter of fact, the lowest is 120% of normal. So we're definitely looking good. We've had lots and lots of rain. Because of that, we still have some minor flooding on the Noose River and Smithfield, some flooding still on the Riverwalk, the Greenway there. That should recede today, and then hopefully things will settle down. We have a very quiet week in our forecast, at least the work week. 48 tomorrow morning, so a little bit cool. We'll jump into the 80s with for highs and then overnight lows into the 60s. Uh, I tell you what, Michelle, that Friday at 87 degrees looks great. I think we might have to take the day off. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm going to not be here yeah. on that day. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, thank you. Taking a look at the roadways this morning, we are seeing our first traffic crash here uh, near Clayton. This is NC Highway 42 eastbound near Buffalo uh, Slip Road there. Uh, this is not causing any delay so far. We are hearing this is a serious accident, so I'm going to keep an eye on that for you. And just south of there, uh, near Wilson Mill, Wilson's Mills, we are seeing some heavy delays on bo in both directions on U.S. Highway 70. No no crashes are popping up there on the map, but I'm going to take a look at that and see uh, what that is, and I'll be back with more. Michelle, thanks. Traffic at RDU can be a struggle during some of the busy morning hours. Give you a live look out there at the airport right now. Officials are taking steps today to try to ease some of those issues. Plus, it's a culture. Anything ever happened to me, even when I go to college, take care of my two sisters. Disbelief in a small Alabama town after a mass shooting at a girl's Sweet 16 party. One of the victims, the girl's brother, just a month away from graduation. This morning on Today, the clock is ticking for you to get those tax returns in. What you need to know about reaching the deadline and the timeline for getting a refund. 
Today airs right after this newscast, 7 o'clock on WRAL. First, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. We'll be right back with What's Trending. What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. This morning, What's Trending, Netflix has some explaining to do. Fans of the show Love is Blind were left ghosted by the show's scheduled live reunion last night. So Netflix issued an apology after the show did not start last night when it was supposed to. No explanation, though, was given for what happened. The show ended up going on 90 minutes late. Blockbuster took the opportunity to poke fun on Twitter, saying, remember renting VHSs from us? <laughs> you could start it on time. No problem. <laughs> Blockbuster poking the bear there. I know, right? Ooh. And Blockbuster is irrelevant, doesn't even exist now. But keep checking the mail. Maybe the DVD copy is, is on the way. Netflix will send that, you know, so folks right. can watch it anytime maybe, they want. Maybe love for streaming TV should be blind, you know? <laughs> just, just go with the punches. It is. <laughs> Here's the longest running show ever on Broadway taking a final bow. Chandelier drops right there on the Phantom of the Opera for the final time last night. The show had been a mainstay on Broadway since 1988, putting on nearly 14,000 performances. I mean, it is the epitome of lavish musical productions. What a run. The first time I ever saw Phantom was uh, way back in the day in the late 80s that was in Toronto. And then the Deepak had a run for uh, Phantom of the Opera uh, that was in 2018. So got to see it there. And it was just as wonderful as I remember. More recent, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of that video, Andrew Lloyd Webber came out in that video, to be He's honest. still around. So cool. and Yeah. So cool. Mario and Luigi are proving to be super at movie theaters. Super Mario Brothers earned the top spot at the box office for a second straight week now. Brought in about $87 million in the U.S. this weekend. So far, the movie has made almost $350 million in domestic ticket sales alone. Work begins this week on upgrading a playground in Holly Springs. Crews will install a new ADA-compliant rubberized surface at Jones Park. They're also putting in two shade structures to give kids and parents a place to rest from the sun. The work means Jones Park will be closed starting today. It's expected to be finished in about two months. This is great to see this weekend. The Black Farmers Market is back. It's the first market of the year. It took place this weekend at Durham Tech's main campus on Lawson Street. It includes cooking demonstrations, music, and food trucks. The Black Farmers Market accepts SNAP benefits as well. Organizers say it's not just about the produce, but about identity. One of our missions is uh, to protect and serve black farmers, um, to uh, feed black people produce directly from black farmers, and, you know, and keep that alive. And you can find the black market set up there every other Sunday. A major traffic delay is coming to a busy stretch of Glenwood Avenue starting today. We'll tell you how long this project is expected to last. And breaking news, a UNC student assaulted. Coming up, the unique thing police are telling us about the man they're looking for. And all the clouds and rain moving right on out of here at the bus stop this morning. Temperatures will be on the cool side, mainly in the 50s. I'll show you when our temperatures climb into the 80s in the afternoons coming up. At
WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.